0: And white bread or wheat, you know, whole wheat, whatever oh. you want.
1: I'm watching the figure. Can we go wheat, please? Try to put it on <laughs> <Sure>. Wonder. <laughs> want an
2: adventure? You got to put fluff on Wonder. We're
0: gonna put it on a Kaiser. You just it on there.
1: Put it on a it's Kaiser. Put bananas
0: wolf. on it. Wow. What are we talking about?
1: Yeah, we were talking about video speaking games. Of, speaking of fluff, we're talking about the and Game Award. About guys... The game.
3: The information presented in this podcast is of a general nature and is intended for educational and entertainment purposes. While many of the people here have some form of mental health training, they're not your mental health professional. This podcast is not a replacement for mental mental or physical care or for the diagnosis of any mental health illness or condition. So hello, everyone. And thank you for joining us once again for the Guardians MH Podcasts. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Goku, and with me tonight is my good friend Joe. Hello. Nate. Hello. Alan. Ah. And Matt. Hi. <laughs> if you're joining us for the first time, Guardians MH is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on promoting mental health awareness throughout the gaming community. And it's being a first step in assisting individuals with gathering meaningful resources in a safe and inclusive atmosphere. Our podcast is another way to normalize about talking about mental health and is a fusion of mental health topics and gaming. So please join us in welcoming our guest tonight, Um, Cat. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing good. Yeah. Not good.
3: Thanks for joining well, us tonight. Yeah. Er, well, late, <laughs> early morning for you.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 10 past 3 a.m. Now
5: <sighs>
1: they you're can, such they a call last call an hour and a half. Wow. Ago. Yeah.
0: Appreciate you coming on with us so much. I know we miss you in the past. Um, yeah, Things didn't line up. It was a hiccup, but you know what? We made the best of it and we're so glad that you were able to come on with us. even though i do feel terrible it's three o'clock in the morning for you
4: (laughs) no it's fine i'd I'd be up doing something anyway i i yeah i'm always up
0: (laughs) tell you the truth i I usually lurk in your chat and i'm i was thinking earlier i'm like man it's three o'clock in the morning i'm like why do i always see her on like 10 o'clock at night then (laughs) it's because you're always on
4: yeah i love it
0: i love the morning streams too though like i love getting into the office and everything. And you're always streaming. You're very consistent with your streams and everything. So, and it's always a fun time. So thank you so much. You work so hard.
4: Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Going now.
5: (laughs) I I can't believe there's members of your community in here. They're like, it's five o'clock in the morning. That's, that's dedication. That yeah.
4: they're, they're, they're just as fucking monstrous as i am i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna be honest with you i'm a part of this organization and if i was told three o'clock in the morning i would have been like hmm, no <laughs> no i'm <laughs> not so we a hundred percent appreciate that yeah when i saw that mm-hmm. tweet i was like holy shit right yeah <laughs>
4: that's that's like a standard day, that. But instead of having the little break in the middle, it'd just be all the way through until um, until now, pretty much. It'd be a case of end stream, host this, get in voice call, go. That's how I, <laughs> that's how I usually do it. Um, but no, no. like to, today it was like, we had to go till five. Then I had to, um, there was a the bungee uh, like Summit thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um which obviously i'm not allowed to t- say anything about but uh there was that come on we won't tell i know <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm literally joking. kick my ass I'm joking <laughs> um and then after i did that it was a case of just did other half of the stream and then this now
1: <clears throat> but yeah busy you know? very busy that's not a dedication and hustle i don't know what is yeah. <laughs> well thank you for taking the
3: time and joining us tonight uh, well again Russia. early morning
2: <laughs> <laughs> so for the people oh, that may not around.
3: know who you are why don't you tell the, the viewers a little bit about who you are
4: uh right okay um i am mainly a destiny streamer i sometimes branch out into the games um i make my uh chat basically somewhere that people can hang out and forget about you know like life or stuff or they can come to deal with stuff that's going on in life for a short while like kind of you know distract it or talk about it or that kind of stuff um and for those that don't know me as well um i'm also a trans woman so i i have given people a lot of um confidence in that regard uh because i'm pretty i'm pretty open i'm pretty laid back um and i pretty much talk about whatever people want to talk about um so they usually approach me when there's um issues regarding that um and yeah like pretty much the stream is just there to you know chill out have like goof off have a good time and just generally just lose yourself in the madness that is the chat.
0: <laughs> Be goons.
4: Yeah, my goons. Yep. Yeah. Let's see if you're on yeah.
3: <laughs> well thank you oh, for all good. the the work that you do with Twitch needs more of streamers that do give these um these spaces for people that they can just join, open up, talk to. Because within our community or in our Discord, uh, we try to foster that same type of environment where people can go and open up and not be scared of the judgment that they may receive elsewhere in the world.
4: Yeah, like I, I'm i always telling my chat, like on the entire community as well, like on Twitter and everything. Um, I'm always saying, you know, like, don't be, don't, Try and live up to people's expectations. Don't let people's, like, opinions and perceptions and all that kind of stuff judge what you want to do, who you want to be, anything like that. You know, like, at the end of the day, be your own role model and put your own steps in place to reach that. Um, And if anyone tells you that you're doing it wrong or you're doing it not to their standard, then, you know, F them, like, You know, at the because end of the day, there's no what right makes you or happy wrong
3: way to do things.
4: Exactly. Like for for example, people are always asking me, like, oh, streaming tips, this, that, and the other. Um, and I'm like, Well, I can t- I can give you advice, but at the end of the day, what works for me might not work for you. So, you know, it's it's one of those where it's it's a case of you've got to set your own standards and all that kind of stuff and you know, do what makes you happy. And I'm all, I'm always trying to promote that to them.
1: And there's, there's authenticity in being unique and being your brand, whatever you want to portray, whatever you want to throw out there, it's unique to you, you know? Yeah, we can, I'm sure you could give anybody like professional tips, like what software to use and how to use this, how to use that. But as far as like how to stream and what to say, that's all on a person and what they want to do.
4: Yeah. Like I just literally sit there, just, you know, screaming all sorts of insults and, uh, (laughs) I'm <laughs> just playing a video game, like, you know. <laughs> um
1: also, you play a mean guitar as well.
4: Yeah, I uh <laughs> yeah! <played> guitar <laughs> drums. Um, I used to race motorbikes. Um, yeah, there's I've I've dabbled with a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, which it's funny because there's a lot there's a lot of times where like I'll just be talking with chat and then I'll talk about something like, Oh, we didn't know you did that. And I'm like, fucking hell am sure I mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was
3: mentioned somewhere, sometime.
4: Yeah, because it, it, like the the topics just go so fast that I, I lose track. Like I'll get halfway through a sentence after time and just forget exactly what I'm on about, and then just be like, "All right." Like there'll be there'll be one where I'll make a joke about something, like and then just carry on doing something. Look at chat; they've reacted to it, and they're all like laughing. And I'm like, "What are you laughing at?"
5: <laughs> it's like. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's just one thing I've noticed from the few times that I've been on on your channel is you really do embrace a um, just go do it attitude. Yeah. Right.
4: I, I I just I'm 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 trying to be on my best behavior language wise right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, I you, I gotta you, give them one. <laughs> yeah. Usually um usually I'm very just no filter just you know whatever mm-hmm. comes to my mind or uh, I'm just gonna you know say. Um life's too short to you know try and just please everyone um, if I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do it from the heart and see how it fucking goes if people like it then they like it if people don't then they can you know go somewhere else I'm not I'm not, I'm not here to make everyone like me at the end of the day and no one should really just don't be an yeah. asshole you can't <laughs> cater to any-
0: everybody because just in <laughs> being a a streamer just an individual you can't cater to everybody every walk of life you know yeah there's always gonna be someone that doesn't
4: like something about you
0: exactly there's always gonna be somebody and if you try and put extra effort towards like well i gotta i i know i'm not a bad person like i i'm gonna try extra hard to get them to like me and then it's like well wait a minute well that's not you then Mm-hmm. So, it's yeah it's not this that's not me why so am then i you're just
4: constantly just pretending to be someone you're not and then over right. time it just gradually wears away and then stress on uh mm-hmm. any friendships or anything like that and you never build a genuine connection with people and then you end up in that situation where you sat there like oh what's going on and then that's when people have the the breaks and stuff and you're like all oh, right okay
0: <laughs> i've been lurking in your channel for a long time probably close to a year now and it's it's weekly i'm in your in your chat and i'm usually just lurking i i'll usually say something every once in a while and it's usually on the guardians uh channel twitch name
4: yeah and
0: yeah. uh one of the best times that i had in a chat actually was during the community event when the ship crashed into the tower uh, oh, i remember that yeah holy crow i must have sat there like you were just chilling in the tower staring at the screen but you kept doing angles with the camera and moving things but i'll tell you what i was sitting in my office during that entire thing and i never turned my console on i just watched your stream and i felt like everybody coming together like it felt very like a community everybody was chilling out together watching this you were so chill and relaxed. And it was like, this is awesome. And she is rocking out the goddamn St. 14 helmet. I love this freaking woman even more now. <laughs> like, like, I got a thing for St. 14. I love them to death. And it's like, awesome. I have St. 14 all over my office. Like, I even had um, uh, cosplay designers who usually, if you can find them on Etsy that make full-size wearable St. 14 helmets. Actually, you need to get me- one. He, I actually had him make me a custom small one that I can oh, put wow. on my desk. Yeah, I and got this
3: one from Bungie.
0: Yeah, they copied. And we me. came in this week. <laughs> they copied me. They saw
4: that, and they're
2: like, you make your
4: own <laughs> up. "Like my chat keeps telling me to cosplay my Titan, and I'm like, if I could afford it, I would, <laughs> like,
3: because <laughs> like expensive. my
4: my Titan, my Titan has looked exactly the same. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I put post up ages ago. Um, that was the comparison of what my Titan looks like. Yes, in D two compared to D one, and it's pretty much the exact same armor, like shape and everything. Uh, same shape, like same like shader. It just looks like my D two one is a weathered version of my D one. Um, and funny story, Helmer Saint fourteen was the first exotic to ever drop for me in D one, and I've been a bubble Titan the entire entire time I've played Destiny. So. See, that's it's one, of, one of the things I love about
3: Destiny is having these stories mm-hmm. of when an exotic drops and is shaping the way that it, it plays the game. Yeah. Because I remember my first exotic was Thunderlord. I got Thunderlord in D1, and I, I've been rocking Thunderlord ever since.
4: <laughs> yeah everyone's got a different story haven't they it's it's nuts when you when you see like who's got what and and then what it, it ends up shaping them to play like now like mm-hmm. it's 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 crazy like uh like every time because I, I was uh i don't do it so much now well i mean i say that i've literally been running raids like for the past week um but um no i was a sherpa for a very long time and the way i play is um you know, I'd use my bubble, but I tend to save it for when I'm sherpa And if someone's like, if the person who's news like struggling, I'd put either a barricade or a bubble over them. Um, and it just that that helmet to me represents that just helping others. That's what that represents. So then when they brought the law out as well and was like, oh, Saint does this, Saint does that. I was just like, that is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We started
0: three years ago. Uh, I very similar bonded with Saint 14 very closely, and before oh, we were called the Saint 14 project a 501c3 uh, nonprofit. We were actually uh, we renamed from the Saint 14 project. I love so that carried that over, and it was it's always been about helping others and helping helping people and you know promoting mental health awareness and everything with what yeah. what you do, but. Uh, St. 14 was the first thing that I attached to in D1. I saw somebody running around the tower with a mohawk, and I was like, look at this guy. Look, look, where did you get a freaking mohawk? Come on.
3: Yeah, And then I it get one like, of did you
0: read the lore? Like, what lore? <laughs> and that's when I discovered the lore. My brother was playing with me, and I read about it, and I go, this is the most badass thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, to this day... It, I think yesterday afternoon I watched the same 14 clip when he head-bunted the Minotaur again. Like, it's the oh, like, weekly loop. It's saved on my phone. <laughs> like, I, I just absolutely love it and anything to do. And uh, I love the uh, new addition that they brought to the lore uh, just recently. And, uh, no, that's right on. I love that.
3: It's kind of crazy to think that we've been playing this game for, what, seven years now?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely not. Like, I was leaving school when Destiny came out. It came out on my birthday the year I left school, so I was just like, no, because like I played the beta, and then literally, um, yeah, it was my seventeenth seventeenth birthday that D one officially launched because it was ninth of September. <laughs> so I I just remember getting it. And right. I was just like. That's nuts. Cause I I remember playing Halo Reach. I was a huge Halo player. Mm-hmm. Um, always PVE. I've never really been a PvP player in any game ever. Um and I remember playing Halo Reach and I was like, wow, if this had RPG shit like um <laughs> like WoW and all that, and you incorporate that with the Halo Reach armor system and shooting. Boom, there you go. That'd be sick. I'd never play another game. And then they announced Destiny a couple months later, and I was like, ah, sugar. (laughs) I (laughs) blew it off
1: at
0: first with their advertising in the Game Store windows. I was with, like, my brother-in-law. He's like, dude, that game Destiny's coming out here soon. I'm like, yeah. All right. See,
4: I remember them uh, bringing out, you know, the the trailer, the original one with the um, Led Zeppelin playing.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I remember, remember that. that and the oh, moment I seen
4: that the moment I seen the, the, yeah, I seen the Titan me. in that, I was like, I am sold. That Titan looks incredible.
0: Yep. And then it,
4: yeah. That, that got did, and then oh. Gallahorn and the, the tally on the side of it. And oh. I
0: saw that. I got the game and I ended up playing the beta and I literally and, yeah, barely played anything else. <laughs> yeah. I
4: just, love it. So good. <laughs>
3: And I think Destiny has been able to foster these types of communities where people have been able to build careers um that have built these communities and do so much. And I know that the game still gets a bad rap, and it's by no means perfect. But no game really is.
4: Yeah. Right. It's so unique. Like, the whole the way destiny functions and how you form friendships and everything like that. And then when you start reading the lore, you fall in love with that. And then once that's got you, that's it game over you. You're in then. Like, yeah, cause I remember
3: when it came out, the lore was so, so hidden. <laughs> yeah. And I remember before Ishtar was there, uh, I was reading on Reddit and people were kind of posting lore on Planet Destiny and on Reddit and I was reading
4: that I was like, Oh my god. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) Right. That's it's 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 like it's just crazy like looking at it all and then like especially now when wait, hold on. Is do you guys know if I if I say if I say Banshee, would you guys know what I was on about? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. is huh. that spoiler territory for chat, or is that it, like? Um, I think
5: we're I think we're in long enough. You can get it's away. It's been with over it. a week okay. since yeah. it came out. So like
4: the fact that we can know Banshee for seven years, right? <laughs> and then and then literally was this the last whole time of a
3: character. <laughs>
4: the funny thing is, right? You look at him literally from day one. Same with El- like Elsie when you do the original campaign.
1: Mm -hmm, look at that mm
4: -hmm. she's got the logo on her arm he's got on his forehead we meet anna in warmind and she's got it on her bloody scarf thing no one ever thinks oh yeah you know piece it together (laughs) banshees clovis and it's like what like i literally sat here for fucking like for five minutes you can literally ask like if anyone's in chat that was there when i read that i was literally stood here for like five minutes just draw dropped like holy shit
5: <laughs> yeah i mean i i i had that spoiled and then going through Boy, the uh the the lament mission yeah the lament mission and it was like <laughs> they they dropped that little hint like oh banshee you say and i'm like you son of a bitch oh, no. <laughs> 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 not not just that have you read the actual law tab on it no i haven't yet but it it's been spoiled for me i it, i listened to enough okay. podcasts that go
2: over so it if, so I, I'm, I'm familiar
4: no anyone that doesn't know um, Clovis turned himself into multiple forms of an exo he's the giant head mm-hmm. that's in the Lament mission that is the main one that watches over the Deepstone Crypt. crypt um, mm-hmm. and then he's obviously got his multiple ones kind of like the way Rasputin sent out Felwinter kind of thing uh, mm-hmm. to go and you know wander the universe um, and all that kind of stuff um, but the thing is uh, Clovis 43 had seen so much you know Seen so much, done so much, and he was just kind of like, I just want to forget everything. And so hard to reset himself, which is why his memory is so bad now. And his nickname was Banshee, so they named him Banshee44 because it was his 44th reset. And I remember reading that and just like, how did I not see that coming? That's insane. (laughs) But, I think
3: that that's a testament to the writing mm-hmm. and how much they have been
4: setting this up. It's taking its bloody time, but yeah, like oh, the payoff yeah. is huge. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
2: What I wonder is how much of this was actually part of that original story that got eighty six, and they've just been slowly taking bits and pieces and reintroducing it.
4: Yeah, I remember reading what that story was meant to be, and I was like, why didn't they just do that? That would have been insanely good and mm-hmm. nuts. Well, I guess doing well, it kind of in reverse kind of works as well because it leads us up to that, and this is like kind of the prelude to it of everything we've done so far, yeah, and I kind of like that um, yeah, no, I think
3: the, I think they're still going towards that ten year plan
4: yeah I, yeah I I think they are as well, as far as I'm aware that's 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 the plan, so yeah. Awesome. So it's gonna be it's
3: gonna be really well, interesting to see where. How they
0: long go. is uh? How long's WoW been out for? Forever. Um, forever, yeah. Since the dawn of time. To Before be honest, games. I yeah. <laughs> What what was it? Four years ago, they they mentioned the ten year plan, and it's like this game can go on a lot longer than ten years. I mean, there's <laughs> so much that they can do with it, and it's there's not very many games that rival what it is i mean it's it's a diamond in the rough and it's not for everybody but the people that really enjoy it enjoy it a lot right mm-hmm. there are still people that play d1 on a weekly basis like
4: i like, go back every now and again yep. if i run out of stuff to do on d2 I, I'll, I'll jump on d1 and just blitz through some raids like it's <laughs> it's still so fun and it's just nuts and i can't wait for vog come back later this year oh i'm so i can't year, wait sorry. more than that I uh, popped uh, someone in, in chat an
3: occasional, said an uh, sparrow race <laughs> someone said in chat <laughs> that uh, november 2004 is when wow came out
0: my oh, god right,
4: right. see i so- I stopped playing wow bloody hell, a while ago when frost knights became a thing i did that maxed it out and then just went okay I'm, i think i'm done with wow now because i've oh. been playing it for so long that was where i kind of stepped off that and just went full force into into like destiny and everything like that and then moved to pc gaming went try to keep becoming
3: it thing. it's <laughs> <laughs> just been same. a whole other level yeah same thing for me mm.
0: yeah i think uh dr goku and i like we played like the same night like we both went to pc when the crossplay happened and it was like oh my god this is gorgeous it's like and it wasn't like oh my god it was like oh, my God, this looks so good. And then every day for a week, Doc was messaging me, Joe, go into your settings, change this setting to this. Looks great, doesn't it? It looks (laughs) 10 times better. Change your frame, do that. And it's like, Doc, come on, man. I think it looks good already. But no, it's it's gorgeous. And it's a different world on PC. It really is. Um, Yeah. Hey, I go back to PS4 so often.
3: Yeah, between PC and PS4 because um, when my son's sleeping, generally I'm upstairs and I'm the one rocking him for the, the first sleep of the night, so he's only like four months so I can't come down and play on PC with a sleeping baby mm-hmm. so it's laying down in the refiner uh, with a controller <laughs> so I'm playing on my PS4 and <laughs> you come back to PC, he's like oh, this is what it's supposed to feel like
2: you feel it it's funny
4: i had um i had someone turn around and chat like since i've moved to pc like i've like that's the thing as well it seems like a lot more hardcore players have made the jump to pc because you know it's putting that time and stuff into the game and then you want to play the game in the best possible way that it is so that's where it is you want the frames you want the nice everything this that and the other So they make the jump, and then that means that the majority of the good player base ends up on PC. So then, when you end up on PC, you're learning from those hardcore players, right? And then it brings your level up. So here's the thing, right? So someone, I was warlock skating, and one of my chat turned around and was like, "I wish I could do that on console. It sucks that I can't do that on console." And I was like, "Why can't you do that on console?" And they were like, "Because it's a controller." I know that she just went. Hold on, I just booted my PS4 up and just went right. Boom! Right. It's harder. Get don't get me wrong. It's harder and it's not as easy to do. <laughs> not <because> as fluid. <laughs> it's not as fluid. Yeah, it's a little clunky. But since mm. they've added the controller functionality, like I don't use control. I don't like them anyway. Um, like I don't know if you guys have seen what I use. I use that with the twelve buttons on the side, and then
1: oh uh, let's see if I can get gotta love this. Steel Series.
4: Yeah. yeah. And then <laughs> Tartarus. But like the that's what hand, I use to yeah, play the on. Pad, love mm. Yeah. Um, but like literally I use those. So when I go on controller, I'm like, oh boy. Like even a full keyboard just feels junky to me. Um, mm-hmm. but like when you when they updated the controller settings, it made it significantly easier. But like, mm-hmm. you know, when 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 there is that restriction of Using that kind of stuff to play the game and you know it's it's quite restrictive in that sense. Um, you know, it it kind of does make console a completely different game. And I can understand the frustration, but at the same time, you know, like if you want to s- sit back and chill out and play with a controller and stuff and then you know watch a new big telly while you're on your couch, that's fine. That is a okay. But it's a a completely different mindset to when you see, like, all of us and we've got, like, you know, we're all there, we're zoned in, we're keyboard and mouse, like, reloaded. (laughs) In the zone. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, a completely different thing. Like, I've got my standing desk now when I'm dancing while I'm I'm shooting things, and (laughs) it's great. I don't even have to look at the game at the moment. It's that recoil recoil that's that's another in, issue as well in
3: pc and yeah. console because well i was playing not on, even... on, yeah, sorry, on sorry PS4 on ps4 and using just a submachine gun because that was the best thing i could use at the time was was the highest power level stuff while ranking up it's like i can barely hit the out of a barn with this blue uh this blue submachine gun mm. and then when i was able to come down use the same submachine gun as I. Like, this thing is amazing.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, it's, it's not even a console PC issue. That's just controller to M and K because of right. recoil on controller needs to be higher so that the aim assist isn't ridiculous because there's no aim assist on, on keyboard and mouse. So there is that like kind of obstacle of balance in that they've got to like look at, but at the same time, like if a submachine guns going like, this with a controller, but then it's with <laughs> the mouse, like, this, right? That's kind of pushing it a little bit
1: in the silly department. Yeah, yeah. so I'm so out of the loop because I still use a controller. I know that's frowned upon, but
5: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. In fact, I actually prefer the there's controller. A, there's a like lot
1: of because because I can sit control. back like
5: this and hold the yeah. controller as opposed to being hunched over with my, you know, cranking the mouse around. I do mouse and keyboard and my this this trap right here ends up burning within a couple hours.
1: It's really weird because when I switched over to PC gaming, like all the games that I used, like Overwatch, um, it's really the only one that I kind of really switched over. um, (laughs) I had no problem going from controller to mouse and keyboard destiny. I'm like, it feels so weird to me because I played so long on a PlayStation on a PS3 and a PS4 where I yeah. was like I am so used to this in my hand and being able to click this just to throw the grenade like I, I'm
4: I do you want to know like... the best thing that I that I did because I learned MK in three days right mm. this, this is this this was how you do it right go into an encounter don't like don't even learn the key bindings don't learn them there's the basic ones don't do that that you just go in and if you go into a combat situation and you press a button, when you're trying to do an action, that is the button that your fingers want it to be.
5: Yeah. That's so the key bind. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Like, that like literally. Prof- that's... Yeah, that's instead of learning profound. key binding. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's how I did it. Like, literally, it was a case of, okay, so what, what button... Instead of learning this, because they all just felt weird, I was like, right, okay, I'm just going to go into somewhere... And then as soon as I like see anything and I want to do an action, mm. like if I want to throw a grenade, what button is it that my finger presses when I want to throw a grenade? Uh, okay. It's that one. That is now my grenade button. Cause my finger naturally wants to go there.
0: Yeah. That's really good advice. That's yeah, one yeah. of the yeah. best things about M and K. That's the
4: easiest way to learn M and K. Like hands down. Yeah, Cause mm. I hadn't
3: played M and K years. It, it had been years since I played M and so It's Um, since I got this gaming PC, he's like, all right, I'm going to play Destiny on on PC. I kind of have to relearn everything. Let's boot up Doom.
4: Oh, (laughs) Oh, God, no. And
3: let's (laughs) force myself to learn M&K again. At least it's not Dark Souls M&K
4: controller. (laughs) Have you you ever tried playing Dark Souls with M&K? No. Dark Souls Souls. with M&K is... It's like torture. Ah yeah, the key <laughs> the go all eyes. over
5: the place. <laughs> like,
1: why does that yeah, and sound and, like
5: painful? And that's the thing is like I like I'm I'm the old man of the group here. So I grew up playing keyboard and mouse on games and got away from it when consoles came out for the convenience. And then when I went back to it, I go, I don't have enough fingers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for, for all the things you need to do in some of these games. I'm just like, what do I do with my hands?
1: You need need mad dexterity. What what do you mean? What do I do with you?
0: (laughs) My my dad was always a big gamer. So we always played like consoles and stuff with him. And, you know, as a family, we always played games. And then we got into PC gaming and I started playing Quake and Doom and all that and Quake Tournament. And I got really good at it. And then Xbox came out and it was Halo and that... Pretty much ruined me for like the next, I don't know, 15 years. And ever since then, it's like, I play with a controller. Like it's, it's, I can't handle that just yet, but you know what? I think you just gave me the confidence along with probably 10 other people in the chat right now to yeah. go <laughs> use your advice that you just gave.
4: Honestly, try it and then let me know how you find that because I haven't had a, a bad uh, outcome of that since I've ever like told people, um, so I, I I challenge you to be the first. <laughs>
1: I'm yeah, excited I, to try. <laughs>
5: Neg, I I and, went and played on my uh, my brother in law's PC and he's got one of these mice that has literally like a phone dial pad on the side of it. and I go, what the heck? Why do you have twelve? Oh, yeah, it's buttons
4: got, on- got twelve buttons goes, on the side. It's, yeah, it's that, the that's what mouse. I use as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I, I have two.
2: <laughs> I have five, and that's not nearly enough. I have yeah. two.
5: Yeah, that's 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 normal. This is healthy.
1: <laughs> I'll see a if I can find
5: it for you. I it. do
4: actually have a picture of my key bindings. give me a second. I'll show sure you. Oh not.
5: no! Um, I might melt in my chair.
4: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna send it to the Guardian Mental Health message but, where i was talking to you guys earlier sure sure if you want to share that you're more than welcome but that's that's really your setup. <laughs> set up that, that's setup. okay <laughs> i think you
5: know <laughs> yeah that razor naga is just absurd like i i want to pick it up and dial the phone number and make phone calls oh my incredible. <laughs> like, the alerts what the hell just happened oh my it's incredible
4: because that's the thing it doesn't like it gives me all my mouth space. Like, you guys obviously can't see it, but I have like maybe two, forearms of mouth space right now because I'm only using literally a hand size for my keypad, which yeah. is literally so this is better
0: than using this big thing. Oh, yeah. that's you mean nice. that transparent keyboard you're holding up. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, no, no,
1: there it is. <laughs> these things are by huge. your own technology doc. <laughs> I know. Oh my God, I'm loving this. I posted it in our uh,
0: the podcast. I'm channel, still waiting for it to load.
1: It's in the Discord. I thought it was. I thought it was. Oh, I was I've, okay. We got I the McDonald's Wi-Fi? Steel Series. I, lo- I like. I love- that it's Razor. I love Razor. It's one of my favorite companies. Mm-hmm. We're not. Yeah, are we sponsored? We might be sponsored. I don't know. We're
0: affiliated with them. <laughs> we just don't right, advertise right.
1: it. Okay. I love Razor. <laughs> Send me things, please. <laughs> we have a mouse to give away
0: that they sent us.
1: I want their soundbar. I want the Leviathan. Anyway, sorry, we're sidetracking. Yeah. For, the, for the
3: people <laughs> that may not know, uh, this is kickstarting our, uh, our, what, full weekend charity stream? Yes. Yeah. Guardians Mental Health Mouth
1: Kits. Yes, we are starting to, we're raising funds to continue um, sending out and curating our mental health kits. Uh, you can't see them because I have a virtual background, but they are literally... Behind me, um, we, we've said how many one. to up to this point, it's over 400. 300 400. Oh, never mind, we're at 400. So, this is kind of kicking off that weekend to help keep these going, keep <laughs> us sending them because shipping There's costs so much stuff. a lot of money, and it's yeah. ridiculous. I love you, post office, but lower your prices.
0: Um, <laughs> it started out as a project for conventions because we host a booth at PAX uh, for PAX gaming conventions. And one of the ideas we had a while ago was to bring something to the convention besides our resources and stuff that, you know, how to create a self-care plan, promote mental health. This was how we could help make a difference positively for gamers and everybody else that, that we interact with. And they can request one of these mental health kits for free from us and We cover everything. We curate all of the curate and vet all of the there's a liquor bottle (laughs) floating next to your head. (laughs) What? There's so many edits. (laughs) No, Nate
3: Nate had a liquor bottle.
0: (laughs) It was floating next to the booze. (laughs) But yes, I will go off a side tangent for five hours talking about it. But essentially we put them together, vet them from our clinical director other mental health professionals we put all these printed resources and sensory items to support gamers before during and after gaming sessions and it we rotate resources from grounding techniques to breathing techniques to different sensory items to assist gamers and individuals with Uh, relaxing and calming and supporting them through whatever they might be going through with these kits. And we send them to people for free at no cost to them. So this, this campaign this weekend, uh, it's our winter 2020 uh, mental health kit stream goes to create extra kits for the holiday season. The holiday season can be very difficult for some people. And it, what we want to do is create extra kits between now and the holiday to send out to people. I have an extra hundred kits sitting out in in that room out there. Matt's got 40 ready to go himself to go out to individuals during the holiday season to try and make a difference and trying to bring a little bit of support to them during this time. So this is to everything that's out there to people. And it costs about roughly $10 per kit because it costs about when you break it all down from bulk about five and change to put all the resources together in one kit. And then it costs about five and change as well. And some discounts here and there. So we rounded $10 to pretty much cr- assemble and ship a kit to somebody. So it's really donating to us to donate this a uh, mental health kit to somebody else. So we don't benefit from it at all. We just, thank everybody for wanting to help make a difference and it helps us by providing these kits to individuals wherever they may be. Uh, I just posted something today. Uh, Since August, the kits have traveled over 300,000 miles,
1: which is incredible.
0: So Mm -hmm. since August, that's a lot of kits and that's a lot of miles. So,
1: you know, doing like part of the making the labels and shipping them out. I think, Think just with the numbers that I've done, I've at least hit all 50 states. At least. Oh, That's yeah. Some, and which is yeah, which is which is crazy to think about it, but in a way it's not because we're all collectively going through something right now. Forget about what was going on before. We're all yeah. in this we're in world. a
3: collective trauma right now. <laughs>
1: we're in a collective trauma. We are in COVID 2020 land and nobody likes it here. Um so it's it it's not it's surprising, but it's also not surprising at the same time that we've gotten so many requests, and we yeah. still have some. And I'll be honest, we still have some that we haven't even filled yet because we're doing this ourselves. We don't. We're not Amazon. Uh, yeah, we don't
0: have a fulfillment center. Yeah, created by us.
1: We asked um, ex- Jeff Bezos. He he said no.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I he couldn't. wanted to buy us out. We were like, no. Yeah, we're good. We did. I don't we want said to buy no. an island. No. Uh, no. Yeah. It's we're small. We do what we can and we try and make a difference in a positive way we can. And this is one of the ways that we do it on top of the other programs that we've created. And we do uh, if people anybody is interested, we've collaborated on streamer mental health training programs to help educate streamers more on mental health and how to support their their viewers and their communities, you know, we're giving away gift cards to that training this weekend. We're giving away mega mental health kits and Matt, just so you know, I didn't tell anybody else. I got an email today. We actually will be starting to do international shipping starting next month. Uh, We got discounts and everything for the nonprofit that it will cost slightly more then it will be shipping domestically, but we'll be sending nice. them internationally. So we'll hit all of the ones that came in from the UK. Finally. It's one shot. We'll awesome. all be going oh, overseas. That's here. amazing. It only took forever and me arguing with a postmaster, but uh, I finally got above him a f- few levels and got it done. So
5: we're,
2: Which uh, was it's, been, it's been
5: soon. a pain point considering I've been the person that's been emailing everyone and I get the occasional like, yeah, uh, it's been a while. I'm like, sorry.
1: <laughs> would you have the to pro the Postmaster? Like, would what, what, yeah. you threaten him? Like, what happened? We're not going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> He knows a guy.
0: So I a he guy.
3: emotionally manipulated him. Yes. Oh. Oh. Yes.
5: Oh, he, he threatened to make segue. him play Animal Crossing.
3: What, what a segue. <laughs>
5: <laughs> right in there. That was good. (laughs) Just waiting
0: for that moment. Just so you know, I'm going to edit my ramble down to like a
5: minute.
1: So I look forward to I look forward to listening to it. So what
5: you're saying is I didn't miss anything on my little break. (laughs) Not much.
3: But but tonight Uh. we wanted to talk about uh, emotional manipulation because. With the holidays, I know the U.S. just went through uh, Thanksgiving and that can lead to a whole bunch of family drama. And there is uh, Christmas and New Year's coming along as well that can lead to a whole variety of things as well. And we wanted people to know a little bit about what emotional manipulation is, how it kind of happens and kind of what you can do when you maybe start to realize that it might be happening to you. So when it comes to emotional manipulation, it's something that we all do. So it's the, no exception. We, we all do it. It can be as easy as a smile. Because as much as you are smiling to someone, you're trying to elicit a response from someone else. It, it's very small, but you're... Having You're making that smile to kind of have that reciprocated back to you. And that's how we form strong emotional connections. Problem happens is when people start to use that as a way to either avoid kind of vulnerability or establish power over others. So emotional manipulation comes when a person tries to sway another person's emotions to try to get them to... Act or to think in a certain way or feel about a certain thing. And it's more often than not very common in interpersonal relationships. And we often see it in uh, abuse cases, Well, where it be physical abuse, sexual abuse, or psychological abuse. And there's a whole nice cycle that happens with uh, abuse. So, within the cycle of abuse, it's called the cycle of abuse, there is tension building. So, there's stress that builds and grows from the pressures of everyday life. Then an incident happens, generally where that is the explosion. Then there's the honeymoon phase, where the person will apologize, they show remorse, they beg for forgiveness, oh, I'll change. And then there's a calm, there's a lull period that this leads back to tension building. And this cycle leads to more of that control. It comes where someone's trying to break the other person a little bit at a time. And the more they do it, the more the person is likely to bend to their will. They tend to prey on people's insecurities they lie. They deny. They can use hyperbole or generalizations. They can change the subject. Uh, they keep moving goalposts. Uh, they use fear to control the other person. Uh, they can use um, also use passive aggressiveness. The person can use the silent treatment. Uh, one big thing is gaslighting. Uh, I've heard and talked with many clients about gaslighting about how they've suffered through gaslighting and how they made them it made them feel and they can even start to recruit others from um, from their surroundings to help into that manipulation where the person then starts to feel that they're in the wrong they start doubting themselves okay. because the whole point point of emotional manipulation is to break down not only self-esteem, because self-esteem will fluctuate all the time. If you do something well, you feel great. If you do something bad, you feel horrible. It'll fluctuate. But something that should not change is your self-worth. That should generally be stable. But with abuse, emotional manipulation, they tend to attack that self-worth kind of breaking that down where you kind of become a shell of the person that you were. Go ahead, Matt.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'm glad you brought up, I'm glad you mentioned uh, that aspect of gaslighting because I think that's starting to become a known term now. Mm -hmm. It's starting to be said a lot more. A lot more people are speaking out about it, noticing it and realizing it. Um, because it is a very real thing and it's been going on for a lot longer than the past two years, which is kind of when I start to hurt, when I heard the word kind of pick up speed in almost everyday life. Um, But it's been, a lot of people use tactics like that much, much longer. And it is, it's, it's, I've worked with a lot of different people who have gone through not just gaslighting, but the whole manipulation. And it can be done by anybody, I think a lot of times people feel or think that it's really just with a romantic partner or just <laughs> with a partner in general. And essentially, that's true. And maybe I don't have stats in front of me. Maybe it may happen more like that, but it can happen with anybody. It can happen with family. It can happen with a friend. It can happen with um, your boss. Your boss, yeah. Workplace is a huge aspect of that. So it's it's good to recognize that. Unfortunately stuff like this can happen almost anywhere and by anyone um, and noticing the noticing the signs of it or educating mm-hmm. yourself actually on the signs of it allows you to start to break that cycle and potentially get out of an abusive emotional relationship uh, um, emotional abuse has significant, side effects significant symptoms just as much as physical abuse does. Mm-hmm. So the both go hand in hand and it's necessary to know the signs, but also to get out as safely as possible.
3: So one thing I tell my clients a lot is the old idiom of sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I can, mm. and I say to them, that is complete BS.
5: Yes. Yeah.
3: Because, yeah, the sticks and stones can break your bones, but those bones heal by you doing nothing. Emotional wounds that you can go through can last a lifetime. Yeah, Because the abuse, the manipulation doesn't happen all at once. It doesn't hit you like a freight train because it's too much and the person would recoil back. It happens over time, right? So there's short-term effects and longer-term effects from it. So short-term, you can kind of have some surprise and some confusion, but you then start to question yourself. Uh, An example that I've heard uh, um, often where certain clients say, well, my abuser would say, are you really going to do that? Are you sure that's a good idea? And that plants that seed of, is it? really a good idea? Am I doing it the right way? And that grows and festers. You can start feeling anxious, vigilant or hypervigilant, you become more passive. You start to sh- feel some shame, some guilt. You can start to avoid eye contact. And then you start feeling like you're walking on eggshells. And that thats that's that tension building moment that I talk about. Longer term is isolation, numbness, feeling that you require approval for any types of decisions, feeling resentful, excessive judging, you can start to feel depressed, and you kind of start to feel very stuck. One thing that happens when someone tries to break away from an emotionally manipulative person or an abuser, generally they will try at least on average eight times before finally getting out. Meaning it's eight times. I leave, come back, I leave, come back. And every time it makes it that much harder
1: because every time
3: they leave, that self-worth is so broken that they don't feel they deserve anything other than what they're already living through. And this emotional manipulation, like you mentioned, Matt, it's not just from an emotional relationship because oftentimes that's what we kind of highlight, but it can happen from a friend, a parent, a loved one, a coworker, a, a superior. It can happen
1: anywhere. And to those who are listening that are going through something like this, just know that there is support out there there's um there's a lot of organizations actually around that help and support with this uh there's one that's wildly known in uh I can speak for New York known as safe horizon um and I, even as a social worker like when working with people um I couldn't even tell you because they have what's known as like safe havens or safe houses where people can go to escape realistically mm-hmm. i can tell you even as a me- like a mental health professional and working in a hospital i have no idea where they are they won't i can't know where they are if that makes sense so yep. there are people who will support you need to find the right people around you because the person who ultimately is doing this type of manipulation, like you said, doc, they're going to do whatever they can to kind of reel you back in. Mm -hmm. So it's good to also surround yourself or try to, as best as you can with other people around you who can start to like, hint at it a little bit. Like you need to, you gotta leave or you gotta, something has to change because you're getting hurt. Right. One thing a lot of people have is a
3: fear to leave. So a fear for themselves, a fear for their kids. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes another barrier is a fear for their pets. Because if yeah. I leave, the person's going to do something to the cat or the dog. And one thing my city has done, our local SPCA has partnered up with the um, uh, the one of the local shelters, saying, yeah, you give us a call, you bring your pet in, we take care of it while you're at the shelter. Mm-hmm. And when you're good, you can come get it back. Yeah. I so removing all of those barriers are so important. And oftentimes we, we talk about, again, these, uh, these intimate relationships. But again, not everyone can get away from relationships when mm-hmm. they're from family members. Mm-hmm. I've had many clients where they were in emotionally manipulative
5: relationships from their parents. Perfect example of that. I was I was literally a uh a pawn in the middle of my, my parents' divorce. Mm-hmm. And they made an effort to try to make both of the keep both my me and my sister pick pick sides.
3: Oftentimes it's very difficult for that child because they don't know very much more than what it is that is going on. Yeah. They think They're the adults. that They know better. And I know we tend to have um, a lot of people that watch us that may be in these types of situations to know that one, you are not alone. Two, there is help. And three, no, that's not how life is always going to be.
5: Supposed
1: to be. Yeah,
5: not at all. Yeah. You know, we have, we actually had a member in our chat here that, you know, it, it took an outside, an outside influence for them to see that they were being manipulated. And mm-hmm. so, like you said earlier, it's just, you know, you surround yourself with good people that can recognize that and maybe help you, help you see that. And in my case, with, uh, with the stuff I went through, yeah, um, it was the help of my therapist that kind of started getting, getting me to look outside of that that big picture and you know, it's, it's, it's especially hard when it's your parents, you know, you, that's you're supposed to trust them intrinsically. And when you find out you're being manipulated by them, it, 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 it hurts to the core. There's a
3: quote that I often use with my clients and let me pull it up. Cause as much as I've read it so many times, I should know it by heart. Now I don't want to I don't want to mess it up so it's you don't owe your family affection if they're being abusive and treating you poorly I know that it's so difficult not to feel guilty for holding back that love I know that is uh, that there are people who will tell you that you should just grin and bear it because they're your family people will shame you for the way you feel oh yeah people who will try to convince you for wanting to take care of yourself in this way, is selfish and unjustified. But the truth is that it is not your responsibility to be kind or loving to people who have consistently hurt and mistreated you, especially when these people continue to disregard your feelings, ignore your boundaries, and refuse to take responsibility for their behavior. Just because the person hurting you is family doesn't make them an exception. And every time... I have someone that comes from an abusive household, an abusive relationship. I pull that quote
5: out. Oh, Joe, you're a mute. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Coral, yeah. Like, Welcome welcome to the, uh, we're right in the middle of our uh, mental health topic, so it sometimes gets a little deep. Yeah. We do have fun here. You'll yeah, have we to do. Unfortunately, rewind to to see all the the shenanigans we, we had. And we'll get we'll get back to it, but yeah, this is we you, you caught us right in the middle of the topic. So yeah, it's, it gets a little serious. <laughs> <laughs> so One thing I, I want people to yeah. know is
3: how um, how to deal with these things. So one, communication is key. Yes. So working on assertive communication, understanding when uh, manipulation is not normal, setting mm-hmm. clear boundaries asking for ins from insight from a third party. So a therapist is generally recommended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing is knowing your bill of rights. And I'll, I'll when I clean all of this up and eventually make an article about it, I'll throw in the, the bill of rights in there as well. Know what are the unhelpful thinking styles and cognitive distortions. Because oftentimes manipulation will work on those thought patterns where it will change the way you view things what you think you know then you don't really know so what you thought was green then becomes blue so kind of have to work on on changing that it's tough it is it 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 takes work but it's not impossible
1: (laughs) it's not it's not at all and it's uh (laughs) <laughs> I'm even having a hard time putting the words together, to be honest. But it is it is very difficult, I think, sometimes, too, because we become so ameshed within our own lives or or with someone or with other people mm-hmm. that you start that – and unfortunately, I'm kind of veering into another mental health topic, but I'll mm-hmm. stop shortly. You start veering into that codependency, Mm, kind of aspect and that and where the lives are so entwined that separating feels um, deadly in a sense where like no I can't I I can't live without this person and that's sort of the mentality that needs to that needs to end because of course you can we're all humans we're strong enough uh, at points to be able to live and we don't need somebody who's abusive to us. We need somebody who's going to support and prop us up and help us. And that's really what I think the end result is. Um right. yeah. And I mean just, you know, give our our
5: audience here like like your line of work, you've been doing the uh, you know, you've been dealing with a community that's that's now self-medicating from these
1: kind of issues. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's, you know what, that's a very large, oh, that's, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother layer, but yeah, no, that's it's a, very, a whole
3: other kind of room.
1: You know, right. Yeah, it is, but it's very true because you tend to see a lot of people who started to use because their partner was right. or because somebody very close to them kind to just drag them in like, oh, you know what, come on. I've I, I've, worked, I've worked with people plenty of times where their source of how they started using was another person or their partner. Nobody te- nobody technically just picks it up. So if your partner is or somebody who you're living with is using, you're going to end up using. If you hang around the barbershop long enough, you get a haircut right? It's the same It's the same sort of mentality. And then at that point, it becomes even more codependent and even more enmeshed. And the manipulation from could be either party starts. And it literally is such a toxic and destructive relationship. But everybody's so knee deep in poop that they can't get out of it. But I guess what I'm to, to spin that positively. Right. There's a lot of people, whether you think it or not, that actually give a damn about you, and it's important to seek them out. Whether it's local, whether it's clinic, whether it's a hospital, whether it's someone, a shelter, a you know domestic violence sort of group, they all exist in all 50 states. So it's important. There's one somewhere. there's one somewhere so it's important to reach out and go to people this this may be a little bit of a hot button thing but i know every police precinct in new york i can speak for has a domestic violence unit <laughs> it does so they are there to help they're there to support you can walk into any police precinct And they will escort you home to get your items and assist you to bring you back to a shelter where you can get continued support, you know? So there's ways around it. There's people who care. It is your, and I I, I say this as nicely as possible. It is your responsibility to take that first step and get the help. Because
3: if you can make that first step, there's a lot more people that will be there with you along the way.
5: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as it's, it's, it's hard as that is to say that it is, you know, your responsibility to take that first step. I think there's a lot of people that don't even realize that's an option.
1: Yeah. Very true. So very, very true.
3: So on a lighter note. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Segway out of this one, doc, please. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so I brought up something that just appeared out of nowhere And it kind of blew through my newsfeed. Super Nintendo World is opening up in February in Japan. What? Heck yeah!
0: What? There's a theme park for everything these days, and it looks
3: amazing. It it, there's a Mario Kart ride. It's the uh, Mario Magic Kingdom, and it looks amazing. (laughs)
1: It, it looks it's like a Mario, Mario game. It's going to start on the East Coast. You know? <sighs> uh, I There was plans, no? Wasn't there plans for Universal to pick plans it up? Plans
2: exist to bring it to Universal Studios Hollywood in yes. California.
1: Yes.
5: But there's you guys been know, a lot of and licensing stuff. issues. And, Isn't
0: there yeah. enough going on in California right now? Do they really need another theme park? You know what? I mean,
5: you know what? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> I think they should bring it
0: to New York <laughs> near Legoland. <laughs> I agree. Because then Matt and I could go to it. Exactly. Sacramento. That's why I agree.
2: <laughs> Y'all don't have enough land over there,
0: <laughs> there what are you talking go? about.
2: Yeah, I, I saw wow.
3: that and just looking at kind of the pictures, it, it's looking amazing.
2: It sure is.
0: Yeah, I mean Hershey Park's close enough to you guys. I, I go there every year chewie's saying that uh in chat that mm. there's one in la and in orlando but hands up in the air not hearing it from him uh-huh. i don't know nothing oh,
5: i i'm well aware That's of me well aware of two data's
0: con- connections i'm gonna get you i'm gonna hit you up in the mod <laughs> chat i'm telling you right now was
2: originally <laughs> scheduled to open in 2020 but naturally was delayed
1: Why was why was it delayed?
2: (laughs) I wonder why. Hmm. Let me scratch my head on that one.
1: Yeah,
3: because there has been there have been theme parks for like movie buffs and Harry Potter, Star Wars, but nothing really for gaming. And when you think gaming, a lot of people think Mario.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Well. And a lot of that has to do. with, And we've had a we've had a bunch of conversations on the side about this. Is is how protective the original sources of their IP, and Nintendo has been historically very very protective of their intellectual property. You know, everyone thinks that you know it's it's Disney. Disney, like you do something, you 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 don't mess with the mouse. You don't mess with the mouse. That's very true, right? Yeah. And Nintendo was worse. You don't mess with the mustache,
1: right? <laughs> you don't mess really? with the plumber. You don't mess no. with the plumber. Is that a thing. a right. so.
3: And Nintendo's been very tight-lipped on any of their properties. What was the, the fan game that they shut down? Well, they shut down a bunch of uh Pokemon. uh um, Yeah, they shut down the Pokemon one. I think they shut down like a... An Ocarina of Time remake?
5: Yes.
1: Yes, they did.
5: And I think they'd
3: shut down a few more, but... Wow.
5: Yeah, I mean, and they've gone after, like, you, you couldn't for a long time uh, Twitch stream a Nintendo game.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, they also... And they also went heavy against the ROMs that were popping mm-hmm. up, like, of old, old games. They were... Cease and desist were sent out, are still sent out, like every day to ROM websites and things like that. So it, it, they're you—you you don't mess with the mustache. I like that. Can that be the yeah. can? <laughs> I, can that be the episode's name? You don't we, mess with the mustache.
3: <laughs> it, it's well, we just finished November, sorry, in
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. He's looking at me like, man, what the? F- <laughs> I love my but, beard, man. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. You're talking about no, 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 all
0: night.
3: But I like speaking I of too. theme parks. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is coming out
1: next week. That's a theme park. <laughs> well, no, it's it's, it's this new <laughs> playground to play in. That's coming out next week. It is finally. Dang. Yep, it, sure it is, is next week, right? I mean, I gave up um, after the numerous delays. I was like, just when it comes out, it comes out. Like that's it. I'll survive.
2: Did Did anyone else catch the? Uh the Rick roll that they did. No. Oh, the
5: Yeah. You bet. You better believe I bought that. <laughs>
2: At least well, I, I think it was. Something. Something. It might have been something. Something else. Was it called never going to quit or something like that? No, I, I, I'm maybe it was a fever dream or something, but I swear I saw it was that yellow looking paper that they've been doing that yellow looking background. They've been doing on all their announcements. And it was like the lyrics to the song in it. And it was the, the yeah. announcement. <laughs>
5: <laughs> maybe I, I read it, it and I,
2: I read it and i was like
5: <laughs> yeah i mean they they literally just gave us the rick roll emote yeah so they say here that it's december
1: 10th so it is next week right it? Was it was that
0: friday now oh, Thursday. i did i did see also on the topic of cyberpunk there was a news article that if you wanted to live the lifestyle depicted in the game it was going to cost you about two thousand dollars
1: walking around money
0: actions oh yeah this <laughs> just da dollar, dollar, dollar,
1: dollar yeah yeah yeah. no uh, someone clip that someone clip that <laughs> no please don't um <laughs> what's the no but
0: it, it's it, it makes me sad because it's you see it it's a gorgeous game it, yeah it, without even playing it i know it's being streamed right now i've watched it a few times and <laughs> it's a gorgeous game it just drives me almost like baddie insane that it's single player and the multiplayer like side of it is pretty meh. Like you can't even play the same character. Like it just nothing carries over. It, it just kind of bugs me. And, uh, also I'm, we're very worried about this game being repetitive because it's not that big of a world. You know what I mean? For open, open space game. Um, mm for free roaming, I worry about it being repetitive in the sense that like, you're, Watch doing Dogs. A, you're doing a side quest and you keep going back to the same bar, to the same alley, to the same you know building over here, the same over here, and you're doing one little different thing and it getting too repetitive to the point where it's like, man, eh, okay,
1: yeah. I mean, I think we got to, yeah, but these are the same people that made The Witcher. well yeah the witcher i mean
0: that that goes on for forever i mean if you did like every side quest somebody was saying today that it was something like 120 hours and i still weren't done with the game with cyberpunk there was that much to do yeah wow like it's a massive massive like game there's a lot to do is what i'm saying yeah and if you get sick of living one lifestyle, because there's three lifestyles you can choose from in the game, you can make another one and go live that lifestyle. So it's like three different classes of people. And I don't know. I'm really excited to check it out a little bit more, but if if I do, man, I'm going to it's going to be one of those things where I learned my lesson with destiny. I'm going to spend like three hours on character creation because I'll tell you what, the helmet always stays on in destiny. I never want to look at my guardian anymore. And it's like, I carried it over from D one. And it's like, man, I thought you were going to be able to edit this. And no, No. it's like, Oh God, I picked that.
3: Speaking with the, how pretty this game is going to be. They released the, um, the required settings or, um, Requirements for the game. And if you're going to be playing with ray tracing, the minimum spec for 1080p with ray tracing is a 2060.
5: That's not bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm good.
3: If you're bumping up to ray tracing high, that goes up to a 3070 at 1440p. And if you're running 2160p with
0: ultra, that's a 3080. You can just run over to Walmart and get that, right?
1: What about <laughs> what about 30 frames per second at 720? <laughs> you might be able to walk around the apartment.
0: Cool. Okay. are saying it, ray tracing off at
3: 1080p, everything on minimum. It's a GTX 780. Okay, I'm good. Oh, that's okay. So, so ray it tracing looks super off, pretty, but you'll be able to play it. Uh, it. It's the ray tracing that's really the the thing. If you want to play high settings with ultra graphics, it's an RTX 2060.
5: Yeah, now mind you, it's it's an absolutely beautiful game without ray
1: yeah. tracing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
2: I already played Destiny on my laptop on the lowest settings, so.
1: I'm okay with
3: that <laughs> you could fry an egg on that thing
2: <laughs> i actually took a fan and i clipped it onto the power supply because it gets too hot now yeah you're regivering it <laughs> oh i certainly am
3: <laughs> and uh the last thing we had was the the game awards
2: yeah are coming up next week as well what's the yep. game awards they're streaming um
1: it was it's the award show with <laughs> no. It's
2: it's where they do like yeah, the Keely. game of the year and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They they so, actually are out right now, and you can go on their website and they're in round two of the community votes to pick game of the year.
5: So let's so start. Ask in what, is, what is right? what is your game of the year, everyone?
0: Oh, I don't know. Destiny two. <laughs> I'm biased. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, let me pull it up. Uh, so.
5: Matt, the Avoid nominee. the obvious answer. Avoid the obvious answer.
1: Animal Crossing. <laughs> That's
2: actually one of the nominees. Believe it or not. Of course it is. You want to know what? What? Another one? Among Us.
1: Mm-hmm. What? Matt, uh, Last. Even of though, Us, even there? though Among Lesson's Us Part didn't two. come out until uh, Among Us came out in 2018. Yeah, buddy. So he, here's what they are: Among Us, <laughs> Animal no, Crossing. No, we really
2: did. Demon Souls, Doom. Final Fantasy Remake, Ghost of Tsushima, Hades, uh, Miles Morales, Hades, Ori and Will of the Wisps, and Last of Us Part Two. Those are what's in this round right now.
0: Even though how big Fall Guys got for right? about two months, like that had that was crashing servers for a couple. Of I weeks. would think
1: Among Us. I think F- I would have thought. Oh, no, Among Us blew up better than Fall Guys, so I can kind of like it. Drop I mean, kits, when you when like at the podium and yeah. when you have politicians grab, playing like, yeah. when you oh, got uh,
0: AOC playing with Ludo,
2: <laughs> like that's amazing to me. Well, the nice thing the nice thing about Among Us is it kind of opens it up to other game modes too, you know. Right. In, in Fall Guys, it's sure there's random maps, but this is how you play, you yeah. Do, but but and, getting and hide heated. and seek. <laughs> Well, I heard oh, like nice. uh, the
0: Doom guy is making its way to to Fall Guys. Like you're going to be able to dress up like
2: the Doom guy. Oh my goodness! that nice. awesome. No, I'm still I not going to turn been it back on. Out but... A whole
5: bunch of new
3: skins as well. We don't. If yeah, don't do you anymore.
5: want, if you want my uh, my off-the-cuff opinion on this, and this do. Is coming from a this is coming from an Xbox wonk, I think Miles Morales is going to win Game of the Year.
1: Uh, it really? just came out though.
5: I know, but look what it's doing, and look at the innovation it's doing and look how it is pushing the next gen, I the next gen console. <laughs> right? Oh, I know, I know. It's I want to get a PS5 and I'm an Xbox Wonk because Dude, I'm of Miles Morales. No other I game, no it. other game on this list has made me want to switch consoles or switch platforms. I'm Miles Morales makes me want to switch.
3: Now, it now is, let's let's Go ahead. original ps4 spider-man and if they have it remastered for ps5 is just phenomenal and i know miles morales is like a standalone thing i've been hearing kind of rumors where it's kind of a fluffed up dlc for spider-man and i honestly don't care because spider-man was amazing i love fluff
0: just saying <laughs> And uh, stop. Was uh, the, the marshmallow a one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where else
1: what were you thinking? Well
2: Edit. Life is better with a good <laughs> fluffinutter, <and> so
1: <laughs> Life is good with a bunch of fluff.
2: Life
5: is but a dream.
2: Yeah. Hey truth, I actually hated fluff in
0: school just because when you took it out of that plastic bag, this is a total derailment, but I don't care. Uh, (laughs) When you when if you had a peanut butter and fluff in school and you took it out of your plastic bag that you know somebody made for you or you made for yourself, it was the messiest God forsaken sandwich Mm. in the planet. And mm-hmm. if just a little bit of that marshmallow got around the edge, man, that that crap just got all over your hands. And you're just kind of like trying to shove it in your face as fast as possible. That way you didn't get any messier than you were, but
2: you made oh, it worse. Oh, man. You and I were complete opposite kids. I turned the bag inside out and licked that stuff. Yeah, we were opposites. then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hot take? I've never had it. Well, I've never just I, had wait. Just wait. Next time you and me meet up to uh, for mental health kit supplies, I'm gonna bring some fluff, some fluff butter, and white bread or wheat, you know, whole wheat, whatever oh. you want. I'm watching the fig. Yet. Can we go wheat, please? Try to put it on one. <laughs> <Sure. to bread. laughs> you want an adventure. You gotta put fluff on one. To we're gonna put it on a Kaiser. Mm, just Kaiser. it on there.
1: Put on a There's Kaiser. Put some bananas moment. on it. Wow. What are we talking about? Yeah, we were talking about Was video games. A- Speaking of fluff <laughs> talking about the and game awards about Fog the guys, <laughs> they, they
3: are in the best indie category.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Yeah. No, All right. Mean, Destiny I mean,
3: is actually you, you? nominated in the best
0: ongoing. Mm-hmm. Oh, rightfully so. I mean, we're we talked we about that at the top s- of the show. I mean,
5: how is, yeah. well, I mean, how is Destiny not in the best indie category at this point? <laughs>
0: True, well, well, they didn't become a, an indie until after the first quarter of the year, right? No,
5: or was it last year? They've been free of Activision for what a year almost a year and a half uh, I don't know if it's been quite it's been close to a year maybe they're sure.
0: above indie at this point because they're a large studio and mm. they're a triple a studio at this point, not really an in indie territory where you know, we have like our friends at um, several other studios where there's only like. Hey, I mean, sure, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 the big dogs. Yeah, Joe's gonna love this
5: category for best family, Animal Crossing.
0: I'm not surprised, which,
5: which Joe will oh. be playing after this weekend.
0: Yes. Yep. We'll Although another tuned one that- for streams of me. Mm-hmm animal crush yes
1: so the people that are in the chat right now when you joe you feel free to edit this from the from the podcast um please come out in full support these next two weeks uh, these next two days excuse me because we need to at least get to 500 dollars, <laughs> so that way we can torture joe see that man right there with the, with the beard and the hat it is it is it is mine and now nate's goal in life to watch this man play Animal Crossing <laughs> and whether he hates it or he learns to love it we need him to play so please if if you if you care about nothing else care about Joe playing Animal Crossing thank you yep i will make a full
0: week stream of playing animal oh. crossing I will play oh. it for an entire Whoa. week every single night. Do you want me to get that shovel for you? Like, you. <laughs> I, it, dude, if I'm going to shell out my Screw Animal it. Crossing and set it all up in my office and get it Nate, going, Nate, you want to go will, half?
1: I got my checkbook right now. You want to go I, half? <laughs> I will
0: play it every night for like two hours every night. And instead of doing paperwork and everything else, I will dedicate an entire week. To play playing Animal Crossing. When I get to Friday night, I will do. I literally, I will play it for like four hours. Like I, you, you, that'll be you the got a capture best. card
5: on that PC, right? Uh, yeah. Why? Good. You, you have to get a you have to get a
3: capture card now.
5: <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Oh yeah, it's well after ten. It was 12. after ten when we started.
1: It's true.
0: <laughs> but I literally would be,
1: oh f oh sh. <laughs> anyway, fuck it. <laughs> so thank you all yeah, but I think
0: that that kind of wraps us up for the night I think you're right <laughs> definitely go out and check Katie out on Twitter Please. follow her Twitch go check her out she streams daily in the mornings, afternoon, night you'll catch her all the time running a sweet Titan in Destiny 2 um, really supportive, amazing community Ob
1: Katie Cat
0: on Twitter and you'll find links to, to everything for her in the show notes of this episode. We're guardians MH. We're uh, like we said at the beginning, we're a 501 C three nonprofit. If you would like to listen more to us, uh, do us a favor, leave us a review iTunes, PodBean, anything, whatever you're listening on, leave us a review. That helps the podcast grow and helps us reach more people. It gets us up the up the category a little bit more so we can reach more people and have more fun. We really appreciate that. Uh, if you do do a review for us, we'll read it on the podcast. Good, bad, ugly, beautiful, commenting on my glorious beard. Uh, we will read I'm go it to on play there. Animal Crossing. Me playing animal, whatever it is, we'll we'll definitely read it on the podcast and uh, commenting us how on how charismatic Twitter. Nate looks. Yes, <laughs> he is devilishly charismatic. Yes, mm-hmm. uh huh. Indeed, and the uh, this will not transfer well over to audio. Just saying, so you know. it
1: will. All <laughs> voices will make it transfer over amazingly.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Do we get to the announcer voices out now?
1: I can. <laughs> follow
0: us over on twitter at guardians mh on twitter instagram and on our facebook page we will be checking it daily interact with us anytime you want come and join our verified discord server that is a large peer support network overseen by mental health professionals i'll stop the recording right. now bye everybody Bye. bye. <laughs> okay